Hello, my friends. This is Alex. Welcome to Socialism Survival Podcast number 65. It looks like I am slowly switching to Tuesday posting of my podcast. Of course, I will try to move it back to Monday if I can. But just be patient if you didn't find it and check again next day. Today I'll be talking about hypnosis, occult sciences and what it had and has to do with socialism. But first, let's have our traditional virtual housekeeping and community organizing. Please visit my website at socialismsurvival.com. You will find there all my previously recorded podcasts and many ways to connect with me over internet, like Google Friends Connect, Facebook, Twitter. You even can call me from website using Google Voice feature in right top corner of site's main page. If you prefer using email, you can send me your message to podcast at socialismsurvival.com. I need your help to boost my podcasts and websites in online ratings by linking to it from your sites and blogs and by rating and commenting on iTunes, Microsoft, Zoom, and other places. Of course, all proven methods like word of mouth are appreciated. Sharing information about this podcast personally with your relatives and friends will not only boost its popularity, but what is more important, will give them the same access you have to the unique insider information about socialism. While mesmerizing people in order for them to obey your will using occult sciences was practiced long before socialism showed up on a historical scene, Soviet socialist regime used it in organized way through the system they created to influence consciousness of the masses in order to have their blind obedience while paving the road to communism. Most of the time, people who believed in God were excluded from such influence and therefore were considered as dangerous elements by Soviet socialist regime and were persecuted. While opposing faith in God, socialism needs people to believe in its utopian doctrine in order to control them. Therefore, socialists with their atheist foundation, not just aim to destroy any form of organized faith, but to substitute it with their own godless religion. Speaking of it, I am using present tense, because the system of influence developed and organized in Soviet Union's psychiatric institutions and KGB secret labs, was exported to many countries 
of the world in order to build world socialism and is still in use everywhere, even here in America. If you will look with open mind, you will see that the United Nations Organization and its New World Order are soaked in occult. As I explained in one of my previous podcasts, the meditation room at the UN headquarters serves New World Order leaders as the place where they draw their spiritual energy needed to exercise their influence on the world. At the same time, socialists are trying to eliminate any official presence of God's word, like removing ten commandments from courthouses and other government buildings. It reminds me a lot what we had in Soviet Union. While the use of public buildings for religious services in the USSR was forbidden, traveling hypnotists employed by socialist regime were welcomed to perform their shows in any Soviet city or village. At their mass hypnosis sessions, these hypnotizers always had anti-religious message. They were implanting in the consciousness of the masses that there is no God, that preachers and pastors are just hypnotizing them to get their money and other things, while they, socialists, were using their hypnosis to save people, to cure and protect them from poisonous influence of religion. While those who defend hypnosis present it as something scientific, we, persecuted believers in Soviet Union, always understood it as something demonic and occult. We understood it as the part of the battle between good and evil, God and Satan, heaven and hell. Mocking religious beliefs as something unscientific, as if science has more importance than faith in God. Soviet socialist regime used hypnotists and uh, their so-called scientific message to implant seeds of evil in pervious souls. Many Soviet people were attracted to such public hypnosis sessions because people whose faith in God was destroyed are still spiritual beings and their inner spiritual need was channeled to hypnosis and into a cult. While people had a choice not to attend such sessions, another use of hypnosis and a cult by Soviet regime was almost impossible to avoid. I'm talking about something that was used against me and millions other Soviet people, something that I personally survived. I'm talking about KGB interrogations and Soviet psychiatry that used combination of hypnosis and specially designed drugs like 
barbamil and aminazine, known in English as chlorpromazine. There were multiple purposes of such treatment, like breaking one's will for future cooperation with Soviet authorities or extracting secrets from foreign spies and members of underground opposition. Uh, like uh, zombie programming for special operations or simply making someone mentally ill and then keeping him locked in a mental hospital for life if for some reasons such person could not be eliminated. In order to suppress another person's will also was and is used the mixture of uh, luminal with lophophora known as peyote cactus or yohimbin hydrochloride. For the same purpose can be quite effective some other standard medications and plants like detura, triftazine, ipecacuanha root, as the disclaimer, keep in mind, I'm not giving here any medical advice and I do not suggest any use of the medicine and plants you hear in this podcast. The only purpose is to educate and warn people of America and other countries of what can be used against them in order to achieve the desired results. Those evildoers developed so-called technology of implantation. It is composed of three sequential steps. First, uh, brainwashing, which is uh, more just uh, spoken propaganda. It's uh, clearing memory of some content, breaking landmarks in time and space, creating indifference to the past and future, using hypnosis and strong sedatives like mixture of barbamilla with Chlorpromazine. The object is immersed in a long, like about 15 days, sleep during which, for the active mm, destruction of memory, sessions of cerebral electroshock electrocution are performed two times a day in the manner of convulsive therapy with pulse amplitude of up to 150 volts. Second step, verbal encoding. An active influence of the subconsciousness in which certain ideas, views, goals and objectives are being introduced. Round the clock for 10 to 15 days, the recording of the planned inculcation is being played. And at the end of each session, for a clearer perception of inculcated information, the treated person is exposed to electric shocks by summing up the electrodes to his legs. And step number three is fixation, which is mastering control of the things being implanted. Object of manipulation is stuffed with drugs 
and neuroleptic drugs that suppress his will, like chlorpromazine. Simultaneously, conversations are conducted for many hours during which is tested how well the implantation is assimilated and patterns of behavior in different situations are worked out. As you can see, even from this brief description, it is not a joke or mind game. The above described methods and steps were used in the USSR and are being used in other countries, including America, probably with uh, some newer and more effective drugs. Uneducated people never know when such methods are used against them. Although it might be difficult or even impossible to avoid personal planned attack against you, everyone who cares should take precaution measures in order to avoid the combination of mass poisoning and hypnosis. Here is some personal advice on things to watch and avoid. First, have faith in God. Stay away from suspicious preachers and religious activists. Some of them may be secret servants of socialist brainwashing machine, wolves in a sheepskin. In one story I recall from Soviet times, KGB found out when and where underground church meeting will have place. They sent their, their special agent who pretended to be a visiting preacher. When offered to share the word, he spoke with such effect that everyone present cried uncontrollably. After preaching, he prayed and some people even were healed. After the service, when everyone approached to shake his hand, he took his cigar and began smoking, something that was unacceptable among Soviet believers. Pastor shocked, approached him, asking, how you can do it, brother? After which so-called brother presented his KGB ID card and told pastor he is under arrest. Then everyone present cried again. Second thing, watch what you eat and drink. Tap water you have in your house contains chlorine and fluoride. Most of people are convinced to believe that it is therefore their good or better health, when in fact the effect is opposite. 
Fluoride is proven strong toxin and should never be added to drinking water. Chlorine, while it kills microbes and bacteria that cause sickness, when it gets in our bodies, also kills good bacteria, disrupts cellular function and lowers immunity. If you are personally targeted or are in the targeted crowd, avoid free drinks or food. It can contain some chemicals that are there to work in combination with a mass hypnosis. If you suspect you can be targeted, avoid ordering home delivery food like pizza. The best way for you and your family to stay protected is to grow and prepare your own food and drinks, distill your water or filter it with advanced filtering system that can remove even fluoride. At least boil your water, make your own tea and stop drinking soda. It is bad anyway, with or without conspiracy. Third thing, educate your children. Public school teachers and college professors in Soviet Union were all agents of socialist brainwashing machine, as many of them are here in America. In case you are in a situation that you have no other choice but to send your kids to a public school or college, before you do that, you must be confident that the foundation you educated your children on is strong and able to withstand attacks that they will be subjected to. Fourth thing, avoid eye contact and physical contact with the attacker when you are on a defense. Keep in mind that the attacker may be a sweet young lady if you are a man or nice polite gentleman if you are a girl or woman. Never let emotions to take you off guards by surprise. Eye contact and touching in certain ways are very effective for the attacker, which means very dangerous for you. My wife often notices that I am not looking in people's eyes. Well, sorry. It just became a habit through the years of prosecution, while sometimes it may be regarded as inappropriate and may cause a little trouble. Doing it while being interrogated by KGB or while in Soviet psychiatric institution definitely saved me from bigger problems. Fifth thing, avoid participating in any suspicious activities, games or groups, if you are not confident it is right thing to be there. Even if you 
are invited there by your friend or relative and even if it is under a banner or some kind of good cause. Sixth thing, avoid using things previously used or owned by someone else. If there is no other way, like you have to drive used car, don't use it without first performing neutralizing procedure over it. Seven, think, avoid of being attacked by catching your enemy off guard and attacking first. Train yourself to be a warrior and practice the knowledge you learn here. And again, another disclaimer, I'm not calling to a physical fight or to terrorizing other people just because you suspect they may attack you. Besides, as a Bible believer, I firmly believe that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. But while living on this earth, we must be prepared to confront the servants of evil rulers of the darkness of this world. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you extracted gems and learned something important from this message that can help you to survive the socialist threat that hovers over America like the sword of the Democles. My prayer is for you, America. God bless you. Until the next week, when you will hear again the voice of Common Sense, your socialism survival host, Alex.